Hey everybody, this is Andrew, and we've got sort of an intro to the intro. We have a fabulous podcast here where we talk to PPG about PPG services. I think you're going to find it very interesting, but I'm coming to you from the future, but yet it's the first thing you're going to hear in this podcast. The wonders of technology is what allows me to do that. I want to make a couple quick points before the podcast starts, even though this constitutes the beginning. First, the questions Emily and I, the vast majority of the questions Emily and I ask PPG come from you all, come from contractors who have been in touch with us, uh, concerns that they've raised, questions they've had. So just want you to know that those questions come from you and we're going to do a follow-up podcast. And then, so if there are additional questions that you have, email them to us, editorial at paintmag.com. That's the email address. They'll go straight to Emily and we'll have those questions and we'll cover those in a future podcast. Final point, at some point in the podcast, uh, the topic of the contract comes up and uh, Divya from PPG talks about how uh, there is a non-compete that contractors must abide by, that contractors are not allowed to uh, do business with the client for a period of time, but she was unsure what that period of time was. I have the answer. It is one year. There you go, one year. It all makes sense. If you listen to the podcast, thanks for listening. It begins now. Welcome to Paint Radio with your host, Emily Howard and Andrew Dwyer. Yeah, it's Paint Radio. You know it, the radio station where we talk about paint. Emily, you're not here in the studio with me in beautiful downtown Colorado Springs, a mile high city, higher mile city than Denver. Because, you know, Denver's the mile high city at 5280. Pot jokes not welcome. They're so old and tedious. Come on, people, do better, be better. Colorado Springs is about a. Oh, 500 feet higher, maybe? Maybe 1,000 so. feet higher than Denver. Yeah, I think Boulder is, too. Well, see, here, I was trying to one-up you because <laughs> you're not here in Colorado Springs. You're in Boulder. Really? Boulder is higher than Denver? Yeah, I think so. So I said it's the show where we talk about paint, and yet we're not. So let's fix get that. Get back on track. Yes, let's get back on track. Emily is not in the studio to keep me on track. I won't tell you how she does that, but she's very good at that. We'll see how today goes because... I'm solo in the studio. You should see what I've got going on in here, Emily. It's better that you oh, don't know. It's probably better I don't know. So today's topic, it's definitely a unique topic for paint radio. It's an interesting and unique topic for the industry. The focus is on PPG services, new service from PPG that has certainly caught the attention of many a painting contractor. Lots of positive response, lots of quizzical, confused response, and frankly, some negative response as well. And so we reached out to PPG and not surprisingly, they're awesome. They said, heck yeah, we'd love to come on and talk about it, clear things up. And so I'm happy to say that we have Divya Tadani, who is the Director of Strategy and Business Development from PPG on the line with us. Divya, how are you? I'm good, Andrew. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. Like I said, Emily's not in studio, so that always makes me happy. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> So, um, okay, probably the cleanest, simplest way to start is for you, Divya, for those, because I'm sure some listeners, frankly, are not aware of it at all. Could you give us sort of an executive summary, sort of an overall description of what PPG services is and how it works? Absolutely. So, first of all, Andrew and Emily, thanks for having me. I 
listen to a few of your past episodes and had a few good laughs. So excited <laughs> to be on. Thanks for, thanks for having me. Let me, like you said, describe PPG services for you and your listeners as a starting point. We launched PPG services this past September, essentially as a one-stop shop for national accounts in the retail and hospitality space to fulfill all of their paint and paint services needs. So think of this as a paint and paint service value proposition for retail and hotel chains that have multiple locations across the country to serve their painting and commercial maintenance needs. So that's at a high level what PPG services is. And essentially what we do is we team up with our customers to essentially link them with painters across the country without them having to source local painters and essentially create consistency and efficiency for them for all of their paint maintenance and rollout needs. Sivia, can you give us a rundown for the painting contractor out there? What does this look like? What does the process look like once they get signed up with you and now there's a potential job in the area? How does all this go down? Yeah, so if a particular customer has a job in a region, we go out there and match that job to a painter that's qualified to do that job. That's part of our network. What we do is we essentially give our painters a view of what the scope of work is. That includes the address of the location that needs to be painted, photographs of what the location looks like, floor plans for the location, and we also give them the payout for the project. And all of this comes from a member of the PPG services team. Once they verbally commit to accepting the job, then they receive a work order from our platform to either accept or to accept, essentially, since they verbally accepted. And the lead time for the painter is about three to five days, although it can range from 24 hours to two weeks in advance, depending on the needs of our customers and the full scope of the project. Who's bidding the job? So who gives the customer a price? Is it PPG services or is it the contractor or painters that are doing the work? We provide pricing. We PPG services provide the pricing at the national account level for all of their locations that may need maintenance paint work done. And then what about the operations, scheduling, purchasing of not only paint, but sanding materials and drop cloths and that kind of thing? Where is all that stuff happening? That's a huge part of the value proposition for our customers and our painters. We source the paint and all of the sundries. So we, PPG services, buy that for our painters and our customers. And this does a few different things, right? The way I look at it is the value proposition for the painter from PPG services is what I think of as spend more time painting, right? So the painter is not out there looking for work scoping jobs. What they receive is a scope job that they can either accept or reject. We take care of buying the paint. In some instances, depending on painter and customer preferences, we can deliver the paint to the site. In some instances, the painter may choose to pick it up. But we do all of that. Okay. Of that work and manage it centrally. So I think we've got kind of a rundown of what it is and what it looks like and what the process looks like. But mm-hmm. you're also talking a lot about repaints. We're talking about national clients. You've said a couple times in the past that this is for maintenance work only. It's for companies with 10 locations or more. 
and only in situations where that corporation is really making decisions at the corporate level and not at the local level. Is that the right sort of target market for PPG services? Who's your ideal customer? You mentioned maintenance. We also do rollout work, right? So what I think of as rebranding work as well. Okay. It's maintenance and rollout work. And to your point, for national accounts with 10 or more locations. So one of the things that we've seen as an evolving trend in the industry is this idea of central management for a variety of services. Paint is one that we're doing, but we've seen this in, for example, HVAC is one that we've seen consistently. Flooring is another that we tend to see where the buying behavior of these national accounts with multiple locations across the country is moving to either a more central point of contact internally or to a facilities management player. So I don't think I mentioned earlier, but we serve national accounts in retail and hospitality, and we also serve facilities management players that serve those accounts as well. But this is an increasing trend, like I've said, we've seen, and we'll potentially view ourselves of staying on trend or ahead of the trend with paint and paint surveys. So Tiffany's decides one day that they're changing their brand and they're rolling out a whole new look for Tiffany's and they've got to do this at however many stores they've got across the country. That would be an example of something that PPG services would be working directly with the corporate office to do. Exactly. And if you think about that Robin Blue of Tiffany's, right, that's sort of core to their brand. And having this one point of contact, a huge value for a customer like a Tiffany's with that very distinctive branding is this idea of consistency across the country, right? So by using PPG services and by us sort of centrally sourcing paint and painters, we can assure that consistency at a national level that's critical for them from a branding and customer perspective. So I'm going to use another example. Instead of Tiffany's, something everyone can relate to. What if there's an amazing pizza chain called Dwyer's Pizza? And it's, <laughs> right? I know, Emily, you can't you wait. You make very good pizza. But Dwyer's Pizza does. It's amazing. And the ambiance is incredible. The owner sometimes shows up and everybody goes nuts. There's 30 stores up and down the Rocky Mountains. So Colorado, New Mexico, Wyoming, Montana. And five of them in the Denver area need painting work. So they start working with you, and you hire Howard Painting, Emily Howard Painting, to do the work. So can Emily Howard Painting, who shows up at the Dwyer Pizza in Denver, can she put a sign out that says, Emily Howard Painting, going on here? Or is it PPG Services is what's going on here? Does that make sense? Yeah. So Emily Howard Painting would have to be enrolled on the PPG services platform and have to comply with all of our vendor onboarding requirements. Mm -hmm. And Emily's services that are being conducted for PPG services, essentially, in this case, can't be branded personally. They'd be branded PPG services. And again, that's one of the things that Emily doesn't have to go out there and spend money on additional marketing to gain access to work through PPG services, PPG services allows for jobs that are complementary to Emily's existing business, but the work done by Emily for PPG services would be branded PPG services. And okay. PPG services would remain the point of contact for Andrew Dwyer Pizza, right? You'd reach out to PPG services for any back and forth on project management, scheduling, so on and so forth. Emily would just complete the work. 
How does that work with trucks and shirts and all that kind of stuff? Do you all provide PPG services, shirts for painters to work in? Do you do anything with, I guess, trucks would be the thing that I would see. Trucks and vans would be one piece of that that could pose a potential challenge. We don't provide branding for trucks and vans per se, but as a painter, you'd have to show up in sort of neutral, unbranded clothing, right, onto the job. So like Howard Painting is known for their really bright tie-dye shirts that all their painters wear. And their trucks are super bright tie-dye. But when Howard Painting shows up to Dwyer Pizza to paint as part of PPG Services, Howard Painters are not allowed to wear their bright tie-dye shirts? That's right. They'd have to wear sort of neutral clothing. And the other thing I'd like to point out is that this should essentially be seen as complementary additional work to Emily that she may or may not otherwise so PPG services is not Howard's painting primary source of income. PPG services bring brings Howard's painting additional paint jobs that they won't have access to by virtue of not being a national paint service provider. Well, and I think that kind of sets us up pretty well for probably the biggest question that we've received from readers. The biggest question that contractors have is about the pricing. So we've already established that PPG services is essentially going to set the price for the job. And the concern here is that this could drive down prices in the industry. You could do this by producing lower bids and offering them out to contractors who may or may not already be involved in the commercial work, but basically contractors who are already willing to work for lower rates because maybe they don't offer the same benefits to their employees, they don't offer health insurance, they're not looking to protect their profit margin. There's also concern that it could potentially drive down the wages for painters in the case that a contractor wants to hold on to their profits, but they are going to pay lower wages for their painters to come out and do work for PPG services. How do you all determine what you're going to charge for a job? And does it protect all of these things, the benefits, the wages, the profit margins of successful contractors out there? I'd like to reiterate that PPG services should be viewed as a source for incremental work for painters. Let me address the pricing question in terms of how we price and then how we're competitive. So the PPG services pricing is based on our proprietary algorithm combined with industry labor rate by region. So our goal is to allow painters or enable painters, I should say, to maintain their profit margins that they see today. And our payouts are often at or above what painters may charge customers for jobs directly. And we're able to command higher prices due to the scale and value of our national offering. We provide painters with competitive wages for the jobs done through PPG services. The other thing I'd point out is we have thousands of painters on our network across the spectrum of small, medium, large painting crews. So in our estimation, the average painter spends, call it, 50% of their time painting, right? Whereas the rest of their time they're spending on finding leads, quoting leads, so on and so forth. And like I said earlier, we we essentially take that work off their plate to enable them to spend more time painting. So they're getting paid for work they're directly doing, but also getting the benefit of not having to conduct those other pieces of the puzzle to enable them to get the job in the first place. So I'd say there's two pieces of value 
there for our painters. There's one clarifying question I think that I want to ask, and that is when we're talking about quote unquote painters, what are we talking about? Are we talking about a single guy with a bucket and a brush or a gal, or are we talking about painting contractors, meaning companies that may have 20 or 30 employees and crews that they send out to jobs? Which one are we talking about? Can a single painter sign up or does a company sign up or is it both? That's a great question, and I should have clarified that, right? So a company signs up, and there's pretty strict onboarding requirements for that company in terms of liability insurance and workers' compensation. They must have state licenses where those are applicable. They must have professional relevant experience. Company owners are subject to criminal background checks, and then the crews must consistently deliver high-quality work. So to your point, it's a company that signs up, not the individual being told. So I guess then that opens up the question, you know, a lot of what we've talked about is the gig economy, right? The, the taxi industry was taken over by Uber and it seems like within a month or two, the entire industry changed to something that was very different and leaned more towards, instead of professional drivers, it leaned towards people with a nice car and a little bit of spare time and the ability to download an app on their phone. Is that what this is? No, so absolutely not. So that essentially is a good tie into the points I just mentioned, right? A person can't essentially put up a sign and buy a van and say, hey, I'm Divya's painting company and I'm ready to do work for BPG services. There's pretty stringent requirements around our onboarding process in terms of the insurance workers. So for workers comp, we require a minimum of 500,000. For general liability, we require 2 million in aggregate. So there's pretty significant checks that the contractor needs to go through before they're even able to join the platform. And then also they must have relevant professional experience, right? So so that's the other big big piece of this. The other point I was going to make is this isn't a lead generation platform or an on-demand model. There's also no bidding. So this idea of we're driving prices down is a misconception, I think, in terms of what we're looking to do here. If I could follow up on the pricing question, because as Emily said, that's Mm -hmm. where most of the confusion or concern is, which is understandable, is the goal of PPG services to replicate or to match what contractors are paying their painters as wages? Or are you matching what a contractor would bid for an entire job? Because obviously a contractor, when they work up their bid, they're not simply covering wages, they're covering overhead and they're building in profit and every other aspect that goes into owning a business. And so does the PPG services cost structure replicate all of those elements that go into a job cost or is it simply meant to match a painter's wage? What I say is what PPG services charges is for the value that we bring to the national account. So we believe we bring efficiency and the advantage of scale, right, given that we're providing a service at a national level. So we have that scale advantage, and we're also bringing efficiency to the customer. So we're not driving prices down, and that's not the goal. The goal is to generate value for the customer, for the painter, and for BBG through this service. So I'd say... Our goal is not simply to cover wages, it's to generate value across the spectrum for those three parties, if that makes sense. It does make sense. It's a nuanced, subtle concept that is mm-hmm. difficult to explain. But of course, you know, when you're average painting contractor, they have competitors and some of their competitors 
you could say are less professional than other competitors. Mm-hmm. And so the less professional competitors, they might not pay benefits or maybe they don't carry enough, mm-hmm. you know, as much insurance as they should, or they're, they they're don't not allow paying... any time off. Exactly. Any types of benefits. And they simply might not pay their painters as well as Howard Painting does. And so those are competitors that are difficult to compete against because they could be described as low ballers, right? They're going to submit a bid to paint Dwyer Pizza that is 33% less than what Howard Painting is going to charge. And so I think that's the concern, is that if a savvy professional painting contractor wants to work with PPG services, are you going to pay them comparable to what they charge clients? Or is it going to be a perhaps significantly lower amount that really just covers painters' wages? We believe our painter payouts are competitive for the painter and competitive to what they might otherwise make on the job with the added benefit of not having to do everything outside of the painting bucket, right? So we certainly are competitive with with labor rates across the country, but also enabling our painters to have the profit margin that they need to provide all of those benefits to their crews. Our intention, and we certainly aren't a low bid provider, right? Well, I would imagine that looking at this and thinking about it from, say, the corporate perspective of the customer, right, the person who's getting the paint job, is the savings there for them really kind of at the point where they don't have to have a point person at every single location, finding a painting contractor, getting bids, scheduling all of this stuff. Instead of having 50 people at 50 different stores doing that work, they can now have one person at a corporate level who is handling all of that. And that saves enough money that they're willing to pay higher prices and not necessarily higher competitive prices, but they're not looking for that low, low bidder. Exactly. So if you think about commercial maintenance, what I put in quotes, the old way, right? There may be someone at the national level who's saying, hey, we need to rebrand all of our stores. And then that happens in 50 different states with multiple different people coordinating local crews at a very local level with lots of phone calls, lots of paper. So it's a very manual, time-intensive process, right? And then if you think about that same work, and I'll put this back in quotes, the PPG services way, you essentially have that one point of contact doing all the work so that efficiency and time savings and money savings essentially from that saving of time, right? But there's also what we describe as a tech-enabled platform, right? So at the central level, they're able to view project management output via our systems, and they can see exactly what's going on at every job. They also have one point of contact. PPG services to track all of the work across the country. So there's definitely a value in terms of time savings and money savings for the corporate account, for the national account that we serve, and we essentially share that value, right? So there is a savings to the national account, but that saving comes from the efficiency gained and then our scale and ability to do this across the country, leveraging our painter network and our technology resources. So, Divya, one thing that we're curious about, too, and one thing that we've gotten some questions on is just basically forecasting. So we're still talking about the pricing and all that, but labor rates change constantly. Do you all have a forecast or a model or a plan for handling it when labor rates increase? So we keep a close watch on industry labor rates by region, and we're able to update this on an ongoing basis, right? So if there's significant changes 
in labor rates, we can certainly account for that in our pricing, and we will. And we continue to essentially evaluate and update pricing as needed as the platform grows and also our database of jobs increases, right? The more we collect data, the better we get at pricing and coding. Let's yeah. talk about product costs. On all of these jobs, I'm guessing PPG paint is being used. Is that correct? So it depends, again, on the customer. If a customer requires that we use a different brand of paint, we will abide by that customer request. But if not, then we do use PPG paint. Okay. And on a job where you are using PPG paint, obviously you factor in the cost of the materials into the price of the bid. Since you make the paint, right, your PPG, are you able and or do you charge less? Is your material cost less because you, you know, you're paying less for the paint than what a contractor would pay to buy it off the shelf? So PPG services pays PPG for paint the same as a similarly sized customer would pay. So for the overall services buy, we pay for paint similar to any customer would. There's no quote-unquote discount on paint per se that PPG services get. Well, and then now getting to the contractors, you've talked about this a little bit. What pre-qualifies a contractor as fit for PPG services? So the biggest thing is they must have relevant professional experience, right? So that's the first thing. And then, like I said, they must have the required insurance, workers' compensation, general liability. They must have their state licenses as needed, depending on the state they operate in. And then company owners are also subject to criminal background checks. And we have a pretty onerous sort of vendor onboarding process that requires the company to go through a pretty detailed background check as well. And then once they're onboarded, they must consistently deliver, you know, high quality work to keep their ratings high and to continue to get assigned more projects. And now if a contractor signs up, so they sign up for PPG services, they do work for you. So I guess if we went back to Andrew's example of Dwyer Pizza, if Emily Howard Painting is servicing this company through PPG services because they just had a, a brand rollout, then Later on down the line, let's say one store of Dwyer Pizza, you know, maybe had some damage to the interior of the store or something like that. And just that that one location now needs a repaint or a touch up or something of that nature. Can Howard Painting now service them or do they still need to go through PPG services in that instance? Dwyer Pizza's relationship is with PPG services and um as part of our customer onboarding process, we have non-compete clauses in place where that customer for a certain amount of time are not allowed to go directly to the painter that completed the work. And there's advantages there for the customer, right? Again, we know the product, we know the location, we know all the locations essentially that we've completed for them. So there's that consistency and quality of service. And like I mentioned, the tech-enabled platform we have that allows us to communicate with our customers a certain way. So they'd be required to come to PPG services, but there's also advantages for the customer to doing that. Can you tell us what that period of time would be? I'll have to check on that, Andrew, and, and get back to you. Okay. So what about union? Union versus non-union. How are you handling those jobs? So i say a couple of things there, right, on the union versus non-union jobs. So the biggest criteria there is the customer chooses 
whether a job is union or non-union. PPG services does not make that determination. It's based on the customer's choice. And today, very few of our jobs are union jobs. I'd say less than 1% of the jobs that we do are union. So that depends on the customer choice. If a customer says they need a union painter to complete a job, we'll certainly provide that. And we have both union and non-union painters enrolled in the platform today. So, Divya, other questions that we've gotten, they haven't all been <laughs> big questions about pricing or, or, or criticism, even for that matter. Um, signing up, how do you find out if PPG Services is a program that you can sign up for in, in your geographic area? So we're actively enrolling painters across the country and painters who are interested in learning more or in joining the platform can go to ppgpaints.com slash services to sign up. Okay. I think we've covered quite a bit of ground. Emily, would you agree? There's been a lot of questions, so it's nice to get some answers to those. And hopefully, I think we've answered all the questions that we got from readers throughout the last couple of weeks. So, Divya, thank you. No, thank you for having me. This has been fun. Again, Divya is Divya Tadani. She's the general manager of PPG Services. And as Emily sort of alluded to, we've already received some additional questions from readers. And so if this podcast answers some of your questions but perhaps raises new ones, feel free to shoot us an email. Emily, how would you suggest listeners do that? So actually, if you go to the website, paintmag.com, and click on any of the articles that we've done in the last couple of months on PPG services, there's a form at the bottom of all of those articles that allow you to ask your questions. Excellent. Again, as Emily said, Divya, thank you so much for joining us on Paint Radio. Fascinating topic. I'm glad we could cover it. I'm looking forward to receiving some additional questions so we can even further clarify this issue for listeners out there. And of course, everybody out there, thanks for listening to Paint Radio. I hope if you ever, if we ever run into each other at a Dwyer Pizza, say hi, pat me on the back. I'd love to buy you a slice. Let's have a drink. Dwyer Pizza, where friends meet. Same as Paint Radio, same as APC. We do this for you. Have a great day. Keep working hard. Thanks for listening.